Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So in Alberta, there's the story of the four physicians, four doctors, who are challenging the Provincial Health Authority, declaring their rights are being invalidated over the mandate of COVID vaccination. Quoting from the Calgary Herald, the four physicians, all the plaintiffs, allege in a statement of claim that the mandatory immunization policy for AHS staff is, quote, unethical and unlawful, end quote, and amounts to assault. They argue the policy goes against their Canadian charter rights and freedoms as employees. The plaintiffs include two rural family physicians, a Calgary anesthesiologist, anesthesiologist, I can never say that word, and a Calgary pediatric neurologist. Their lawyer joins us on the program, an exclusive interview with Jeffrey Roth, who's the lawyer, Calgary lawyer for the four doctors. Jeff, thank you very much uh, for coming on the program. Where's the case right now, and what have you filed with the courts on behalf of your clients? Well, right now, Roy, first of all, thank you for having me on. This is a very important issue. Um, right now, we filed a statement of claim, and we filed uh, an application for injunctive relief with uh, uh, with the court in Calgary on behalf of uh, the doctors that we represent whose rights have been completely uh, ignored by the Alberta Health Service uh, with these ridiculous vaccine mandates. Do you have a sense, any feeling at all, that any other legal action in, in this country, like the University Health Network in Toronto, is facing a temporary injunction against uh, laying off healthcare workers uh, who are mandated to be vaccinated by a certain date? Do you, is there any connection, any potential connection, or, or do you get any, uh, any, feel any support from the decision made in, in Ontario? Well, absolutely. Other than I think it's my understanding now that at least that injunction may have been temporarily overturned out of concern with collective bargaining agreements. Right, right. But, yeah. but I think that but the, the, fact uh, the court took that where decision. the support comes from actually is, you know, isn't from other legal actions, but, you know, it's from the science. And I'd like your, you know, all of your readers or your listeners rather to know that if they Google the early COVID care experts webpage, it's ECCE, everything that I'm going to tell you from a scientific perspective, it's just a handy source and citation that proves every scientific point that we're making in the lawsuit that point out that vaccine mandates are completely ridiculous, you know, including the fact that the vaccines themselves are not effective in stopping the spread of COVID. And all of the recent science demonstrates that those people that have been double vaccinated are actually more capable of spreading COVID than people that are unvaccinated. So in the fact well, that the vaccine mandates, and this is what the University of California Davis Genome Center says in providing public health guidance, is that any public health guidance that looks at vaccine status is completely wrong-headed and actually, you know, from our perspective, would put people at risk because we now have all of these people running around with these so-called vaccine mandates while being completely misled by our public health officials into thinking that somehow or other that they're not at risk of spreading COVID. Yeah, you can, you can, of course, contract COVID if you've been vaccinated. You can spread it, but the odds are that you're going to do far better if you contract COVID and you've been vaccinated. No, that's, so, that's so let's, certainly let's not get to, the let's get to the legal, in, in let's the get to the legal States, argument. Let me finish, here. Roy, because this is, all of this is okay, backed up ahead, by Jeff. scientific articles at that site that I've just pointed you to. In the United States right now, 90% of the people being hospitalized are in fact double vaccinated. So we need to be careful about, you know, these broad sweeping suggestions about how much better people do when they're vaccinated because Pfizer's own um, recent emergency use application for children points out that the vaccine effic- efficacy might be for as little as two months. 
So well, the FDA you know, yesterday people get vaccinated, the vaccine yeah. wears off. They're just as capable of getting sick as somebody who hasn't been injected. So all the doctors I talk to, and we can we can uh, compare uh, literature, but the doctors I talk to tell me that if you're double vaccinated, you will do better, far better, more than likely. I'm not, I'm not a statistician, but you'll do better with the uh, contracted COVID than if you're not vaccinated. You won't again, be as ill. To, won't become again, as that's, Ill. That, you know, we can argue that point all day. We I'm could argue The current day. science is going the, the other way, and I have a number of scientific papers to prove it. Um, but the real issue here is an issue of personal choice, right? So why should people be forced to be vaccinated against the, their will on pain of either losing their house or losing their livelihood. So that's the question. The I mean, that is the key question, Let me finish for a minute, Roy. The justification is that COVID, the COVID vaccines are supposed to stop the spread when the science proves that it doesn't. Well, let's talk about what you wanted to talk about, and that is losing your job, uh, losing your home, uh, potentially losing your job if you're not vaccinated. The vaccine mandates... And your argument is that vaccine mandates are unethical and unlawful. And I'll tell you, they make me feel uncomfortable. And I spoke with the president of the Canadian Medical Association, and I don't see the value of removing healthcare workers, professional healthcare professionals, from the, the from their jobs, from the healthcare system, which is already under massive stress. However, how do you make the case before a court that it's? I suppose we can make the case that it's unethical. We can argue that back and forth. Not you and I, but I mean the courts and you. Unlawful, that's where the court comes in. And But where does it, where does it fit that it's constructive dismissal? Well, you can't, re- you can't read a contractual requirement to be assaulted into a contract of employment. The, the lowest basic standard of medical care in Alberta, as an example, is set out in the College of Physicians and Surgeons standard of care, right? The basic standard of care for any medical procedure or treatment is informed consent. That means a patient has the right to say no. No means no. You know, the other, you know, the other um, sort of common phrase that you hear, my body, my choice. That's the law. You know, the Supreme Court of Canada in the Morgenthaler decision made it clear that uh, any forced medical procedure against someone's will is an assault. The Supreme Court made it clear that any procedure against somebody's will offends Section 7 of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Jeff, so I look, at Cal- I look at a Calgary Herald story. I'm sure you've seen it. Let me just read you two sentences. Lorian Hardcastle, an associate professor in the Faculty of Law, and Cummings School of Medicine at the University of Calgary said the claims about assault and informed consent seem frivolous. This isn't a case where someone's being forcibly vaccinated. They're being told that either they vaccinate or they don't work there. What do you say? I say that Lorian Hardcastle has, probably hasn't read the criminal code. She probably hasn't read the Morgenthaler decision, and uh, she should probably stick to doing business law and uh, not, uh, uh, not involve herself in this matter unless she's going to litigate it. I say that that's a, that statement of law is incorrect, and uh, we're you know, obviously going to prove it in court. You're also challenging the premier and health officials in Alberta as targeting the unvaccinated as being responsible for hospital bed shortages and extending the, uh, the pandemic, pandemic. Speak to yes. that, please. No, of course. I mean, and we're, what we're saying beyond that is that they're actively promoting hatred against an identifiable group specifically the unvaccinated. You know, so, and so for that matter is Prime Minister Trudeau. When he makes statements about anti-vaxxers or says, oh my God, I don't want my children sitting next to an unvaccinated person on an airplane and so on, 
What's being clear is that these people are promoting hatred against the unvaccinated, holding the unvaccinated up to contempt. And, you know, there's a number of people that aren't vaccinated for a number of reasons, including, you know, having medical evidence that the vaccine will likely kill them from anaphylaxis or drug allergies or whatever else. And believe it or not, those people are being denied medical exemptions in the province of Alberta. Uh, I, I told you off the air that I, I'm vaccinated and I did believe I did the right thing. I also, I don't argue with people who believe that their bodies are theirs to do with as they wish. There are consequences to the actions we take, all of us, no matter what it is. So let me ask you this then, what constitutes victory uh, in court? What, how, do you, how do you win this case? When you walk away, what judgment would constitute victory for your clients? Well, any, any victory that would recognize that we all have autonomy over our own bodies. You know, again, it's my body, my choice. So the I, setting I aside no issue of the with anybody right? else, you know, anybody that's been vaccinated. You know, the problem, though, that we have is that for too many people, these so-called vaccines, you know, are a matter of holy, you know, ho- you know, of holy writ. It's almost like, you know, you can't speak to anybody who's been vaccinated because they know that they haven't been unvaccinated. They can't be unvaccinated. And when you look at the science, there's a lot of concerns with regard to ADE, which is antibody-dependent enhancement, which will make you sicker if you've been vaccinated. And there's a lot of science that is now indicating amongst the double, triple, and quadruple vaccinated in countries like Israel and the UK that their immune systems have taken such a kicking from these injections that they're actually getting sicker than, than people that have been unvaccinated. And yet, again, that's on the basis of scientific evidence. Well, I have so, to get you, you on know, the air with really an infectious disease. Hold on, oh, to Jeff, have this Jeff, discussion Jeff, when people give, who've been double vaccinated. Jeff, a lot give me of them, a second. I'm not saying you, Roy. You no. know, <laughs> worship the vaccine as if they're a member of a cargo cult, Jeff, you know, worshiping a coke bottle that's washed Jeff, ashore. Jeff, in the South Jeff, Jeff, I have to take a break. Are there other doctors? Do you believe who will step up and and support your clients? And part B to this question is: If you win the case, does that change the whole scene? No, and it, does, it doesn't for me. I mean, the one thing to keep in mind, though, Roy, is that AHS keeps playing with the numbers. So if you look at some of the reporting coming out of Alberta to get to that 94% AHS staff being vaccinated, they basically cut, you know, took 26,000 um, of their employees and doctors off of the list so that they could skew the statistics. It's just like um, Dina Hinshaw in Alberta claiming that 89.3% of people in hospitals in Alberta are unvaccinated. And in order to get to that number, they go all you know, they count population and hospitalizations going all the way back to January 1st of 2021 when, you know, we, we weren't really vaccinating that many people. So they're constantly, you know, screwing around with the numbers. They're constantly playing with statistics to make their side look better than they are. Let's keep in mind, a lot of the people working for AHS are drug company shills that have been paid by Pfizer and paid wow. by Moderna on their studies. So these people are very good at playing with numbers. That's what they do. Uh, I don't know if this is a particularly relevant question to you or not, but public opinion is really, really significantly, I think, important, increasingly important in this whole issue because people are being forced to take sides they're taking, you know, they're sharing opinions and they're taking their own personal sides on an issue, but they're being forced to take sides on the broader issue. How persuading or how persuasive do you think, or does it matter? How persuasive is your argument to the people of Alberta? Well, wait, wait until Prime Minister Trudeau and others start telling parents that they need to vaccinate their five to eleven-year-olds or not be allowed to get on a plane. I mean, that's what you know. What we see here is this creeping government overreach, right? And I think people are at an end. I mean, look at that recent uh, open letter um, uh, written by Mounties for Freedom. 
And, you know, and unlike Professor Hardcastle, you know, you know, a majority of the mounted police force believe that what's going on amounts to an assault against the Well, Canadians. I mean, so, how do you make that you statement know, that a majority of the mounted police force makes that statement? I mean, it's that opinion. Where do you no, get that information? at the information? same time, it shows how public, how public opinion is shifting against government overreach no, but, and forcing but, but Jeff, people you're to saying a majority of police officers, you're saying a majority of RCMP officers are siding with essentially the position of your, of your clients. You don't know that. Well, certainly that's, uh, that's what that Mounties for Freedom letter indicates. And yeah, but they don't represent, they don't represent 100% the of the force, right? The majority of the people that signed that letter were active serving members of the RCMP. I understand that the media don't want to report about it, but it, uh, you asked me about public <laughs> opinion, and I'm telling yeah. you how I feel public opinion yeah, is no, shifting. I, no, I get argue it. I get it. it. That's fine. I get, I, I get it. And this is why you're on the show. We and I had a great conversation off the air. I was looking forward to talking to you, and I'm glad I am talking to you. So what happens Next, what are the next steps in your case representing your four doctors? What well, we'll, we'll be in court, you know, seeking injunctions where necessary. Uh, we've also filed um, a human rights complaint on behalf of all of uh, the AHS workers that will be potentially affected through my APSChoice.ca, and that's Alberta Public Service workers will be affected, and on behalf of Alberta Health Service workers. Uh, you know, on the basis that um, this pro program or process is discriminatory and offends the Alberta Human Rights Act. So we'll be moving forward on a number of fronts. Are any of the other political entities in Alberta on your side? I don't, I guess you haven't heard from the Premier. Oh, I'm sure he's hiding under his desk somewhere trying to weather the latest <laughs> sexual harassment scandal. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. And hold all on, of the on. angry Jeff, members of his, Jeff, of Jeff, his please, uh, caucus stop, stop, are extremely stop, upset stop, with the Jeff, don't, don't, go, don't go there. This is not what we're talking about. I'm asking you whether you have support from any of the political entities uh, other than the, the conservative government. They're not going to be on side with you. You've made that very clear. What about the other parties, like the NDP? Anybody else? Do you have a sense that the, you have support from an entity, from a recognizable entity in the province? Or does that matter? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to us at all. I mean, our email at the office has been flooded with thousands of emails from people who support what we're doing. My sense is that public opinion is shifting strongly in our favor. And I don't particularly care, you know, whether, um, uh, you know, whether any particular political party or particular leader supports this at this point in time because what's going on right now you know is a clear violation of human rights okay i have 10 seconds it. jeff i have 10 seconds are you sure this is going to go to court absolutely unless, okay. they, unless they change their policy unless they recognize that their policy is unlawful if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites and if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.